Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means shaking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your own reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, this is Rob Moore here with an emergency lockdown bulletin warning. I'm going to attempt to help you get clarity in a pandemic of fear. So the fear pandemic is probably as real as the real pandemic. And I'm going to share with you some things you can do and some things you can't do some areas to focus on, and some things to let go. Now, the I've seen this in 2008 in a different guise. So in 2008, there was a lot of fear. The fear was around, you know, the finances, the banks, the economy. And what fear does is it makes people make irrational, illogical, and volatilely volatilely, (laughs) emotionally volatile decisions. And the problem with that is, is that's usually bad for your finances, for your long-term strategy. It's usually bad for proper results and progress and success. But because the world is feeling it, it's very hard to inoculate yourself from it. So let's start with what I don't think you should do. I don't think you should be overly fearful. I think you should be balanced. Uh, And there's a, a saying in investing, which I think was Warren Buffett, which is be greedy when others are fearful and fearful when others are greedy. Observe the masses and do the opposite. So right now, if you can balance your fear uh, and see the upside in the downside, then you have a great opportunity to leverage the hidden opportunity, the opportunity that is hidden in plain sight. Uh, There's always uh, an upside opportunity. There always is, in my opinion. In my experience of studying humanity, uh, business, um, even laws of nature, I've never seen uh, an event that's all downside or all upside. So even when an empire breaks, new empires are formed. Even when retail is struggling, Amazon is thriving. You know, so um, physical businesses, small businesses, um, face-to-face businesses, they may be struggling, but online businesses, businesses that uh, leverage information, the internet, social media, they could be not just surviving, but thriving. So step one, can't do, shouldn't do, don't do, and then I'm going to move into what you can do, should do, is to not get carried away in the fear, to balance your emotions. Step two is to not get sucked into misinformation. One of the biggest challenges right now is all the misinformation. 
Do we believe what the government are telling us? Do we trust what the government are telling us? If you go on any social media, you see people debating and arguing and some people are very pro lockdown and pro, you know, protecting ourselves from the virus. That's the only way we flatten the curve. Other people are like, it's a hoax. It, you know, you're in the, um, what is it? I've seen it called the, the Covidian cult. It's less um, dangerous than flu. There was no lockdown in with flu. Um, it's a conspiracy. It's a scam. It's a mechanism of control. It's Orwellian, 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 Darwinian times. Look, honestly, none of us know what's going on in reality. None of us know how serious it is. None of us know if the data is correct. So I would suggest you do not concern yourself with misinformation, debate, discussion and argument. Have you noticed recently your conversations around COVID lockdown have gone up and up and up? Are you talking to it about it more to your friends, to family, online, on social media? Because that's time you cannot get back. And this is the problem. So I would recommend to you the second don't. Don't keep talking about it. Don't keep reading about it um, where there is opinion or misinformation, which quite frankly is pretty much everywhere. The third thing is don't change your strategy for the sake of it um, at, or and don't flog a dead horse for the sake of it. Now, were you graced with a few hundred thousand pounds and a, a thriving economy, you would make the correct, non-emotional, balanced, strategic decisions in line with your financial uh, and business objectives. And, and, and of course, balancing your um, you know, your work-life balance as well. But when there is less money or when people have less money or there's perceived that there's less money and less opportunity and there's lots of fear, we tend to make very um, emotional decisions. You know, the sort of the, the fight, flight or freeze decisions. Hi, it's Rob here interrupting you with something you may not know about me. I was one of the few people on the planet hand-selected by Facebook to pilot their new supporter program. It's a very small premium model where you can get exclusive content and advance notice or discount of new products and services. So this is what I've done for you. Not only can you get best discounts, for any training that we might run. Not only do you get notified first of any launches we do, we also do supporter meetups, supporter dinners, supporter WhatsApp groups where you have a, a deeper community. I do supporter only ask me anything. I do supporter only content and podcasts. We have a community of 2,500 supporters and I'd love to give you the chance to be one of those. I believe this is the best supporter program in the whole world. Find me a better one, but I don't think you will. So the link is bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R. That's bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R. I believe the gap between free content and paid content is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. There's a lot of free content out there that's maybe not that good. And for just a few dollars a month, you can get the best content on business, on entrepreneurship, on starting up, on scaling up, on sales, on marketing, on the mindset of being an entrepreneur. So go to bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R right now. Now, in reality, um, there are new opportunities. So now let's move over to what you can do. 
What you can do is look for the new opportunity. Maybe that is to serve your clients in a different way. Maybe that is that there is a new product or service or opportunity. Maybe it is you need to disrupt yourself. You've needed to for 10 years, but you never really had an incentive. Maybe now is the time for you to set up your second or third income stream. Maybe now is the time for you to leverage online income streams. Maybe now is the time for you to get into e-commerce, Amazon, Shopify, selling your information and experience and knowledge, doing that online course, um, you know, setting up um, information and assets online, leveraging social media, posting more on social media, giving uh, more content, making more offers for your products and services, creating your um, funnel or your client journey or your lifetime um, client value proposition. These are all things you've probably thought about a lot, but maybe haven't done. And I can share some of my personal experiences with you because um, for many years, I wanted to grow my companies to be global. We're Progressive Property are the biggest property training company in the UK. Um, and before lockdown, we were doing about 850 training days a year. And I would say 800 plus of them were face to face. And obviously, that was massively disrupted in the lockdown. Uh, by the way, just as an aside, our um, profits are up 250 to 300%. Now, we're not going and spending it and spraying it around because, you know, my business partner was like, well, you never know what's going to happen. And actually, he was proven to be right because now there's a second lockdown. So, um, you know, we're saving or investing our profits rather than spending them. But our profits are up 250 to 300% on turnover reduction of, well, this month actually turnover has been fantastic. But um, some of the months the turnover was down 20, 25, 30, 35%. So, um, and there's reasons for this, which I'll come to. But because our UK operation was doing well, and we were very used to doing what we were doing, and we were pretty good at it, um, it, there was not much incentive to do anything different. And sometimes I think the good is the enemy of the great. Um, And and actually, I probably should have pushed us to do um, more global events more quickly. But in my mind, I was like, okay, we've got to go and set up in Australia, set up in America, set up in the Far East. We've got to have partnerships and collaborations in those countries. And I've been trying to figure that out for years and building my contacts and trying to do it slowly so as to not risk our UK operation. You know, I don't want to go over to Australia and set up an office and have 50 staff there straight away with a massive overhead. And so all these things were getting in the way when in reality... I could have converted my globally scalable courses online within a week. Now, I I never would have thought I could have done that, but I did that when the lockdown happened. So when the lockdown happened, after the the initial fear and denial and delusion stage, um, I've created a model of six stages of change. uh, And the delusion or denial stage is very real to all of us. In times of great change, there's always an element of, oh, this won't happen to me or this this won't be that that bad or there's no way they're going to lock us down again. And then, of course, bang, it happens. Um, And so when the lockdown happened and it was very real and I got out of denial and into reality and the the reality was we were going down from 850 training days a year, which generates sometimes 20 million a year to zero training days a year, which could really mean zero revenue. Then things were very real and I had to face up to that fact. And that's actually one of the next can-dos. You've got to face reality. Uh, And reality isn't misinformation. uh, And reality isn't what you think it is. Reality is what happens when you look in the mirror and where you're really at. Um, So where you're really at is if you've got to shut your business down, you've got to open another one. If you are face-to-face, you've got to think about online. 
Um, if you have an outdated business model or a model that won't survive through a, a more lockdowns, then you've got to create one that does survive through a lockdown. That's the cold, hard reality. That's what you can control. That's what you need to invest your time, your energy, your effort, your enthusiasm, your passion, your drive, your hunger, your motivation. You need to um, invest all of your time and your resources into that. You need to be fit, healthy and strong, a fit mind to be able to make that change like we did in March, where it was really hard because the whole world thought that it was over. Uh, even you know people around me who were very smart and wise were very scared. And I had to inoculate all of that preserve my energy, motivation, drive, and my, the linearity of focus, the deep, you know, the deep work, as they say, the single-mindedness into what was the solution and the opportunity. And too many people are spraying their energy and their fear um, and, and even some of their implementation all over the place because they're reactive, they're scared. Um, and, and you need some good energy for this fight because this is a fight. So once I got that um, realization that um, this was real and I had to change, I actually got quite excited because I thought this could be a massive opportunity for me to go global when I've wanted to for years and I've been saying it for three years and it hasn't happened um, quick enough. Uh, and I almost got, um, uh, what do they call it? Like a trump card. I almost got like a, um, a free pass to test global online courses because um, back in the day when we were doing face-to-face -face events, 850 of them in a year, had I launched online courses, they would have competed with my own physical courses. So I could have risked cannibalizing myself. Because if I launch a load of um, online events, which are essentially the same as my face-to-face -face events, but online, okay, there's not the experience of people and the connection and the partnerships, but it's the same content, essentially. You could have gone, oh, well, what's the point in going to face-to-face -face events? I'll, I'll just um, do them online from the comfort of my own home. So it was always a massive risk to me to launch online courses while I was doing face-to-face. -face. But the lockdown happened. And because I couldn't run events for months, I was given a, a free test, essentially, to launch these global um, online courses. Now, not all online courses are global, because if we'd have done UK property investing or local property investing, that's not a global course. So what I did is I went through all of our suite of courses. Um, I, I tested the opportunity, i.e. I did some quick fire crowdsourcing, asked our communities, what do you want? What do you need? What are your big challenges, pains and problems? How can we serve you best? What education do you need? What support do you need? And I literally did that over a week of just really getting deep into my communities and finding out what they want on the front line. That's really important, by the way. And then I picked the uh, trainings that we have that are globally scalable and most demand in demand. So things like low and no money down property investing, um, e-commerce, whether it's Amazon or Shopify, um, buying businesses low and no money down, social media training, podcasting, etc. And um, it would normally take my company like three months if it was an emergency, six to 12 months in reality, to create a new course end-to-end, -end, good quality. Uh, and we were banging out one a week, one a week, one a week, one a week, because uh, I was all over my team. We've got to do it quick. It's the quick and the dead. I kept saying that it's the quick and the dead. I actually think the quick and the dead means something else. But in, in lockdown reality, the quick and the dead means you're quick, you pivot, you react, um, you, you even scale uh, in this lockdown or you're dead in that you, you, know, you become extinct. Uh, and we are in this Darwinian survival of the fittest era. It's not the strongest to survive. It's those that are most adaptable to change. Um, and you should be excited when opportunities like this come around. Because if you look at it from a contrarian perspective, uh, recessions, pandemics, and, and any other major events like this 
they don't come around very often. They come around every 10, 15 plus years. Um, I'm getting some really kind comments about the quality of this content, so thank you. Someone said to me here, Sharon, you pivoted like a beautiful ballerina on speed. I've never been called a ballerina on speed, but thank you. So we've, we've been here already, haven't we? We've had, a, we've had a, a stage one lockdown. Maybe some people were deluded that there wouldn't be a stage two. There's a second lockdown right now. You've got to be prepared that there, that could be gone on much longer than a month. There could be a stage three. How do you know that there may not be a lockdown for a year? How do you know that this may not go on for one, two, three, five years? You don't know. You have to be prepared for all eventualities. So let's summarize what you can do. What you can do is focus on what you can do. What you can do is adapt your business model to be one that not just survives, but thrives through the lockdown. That could be um, podcasting sponsorships, joint ventures, collaborations online, growing your social media platforms, converting your knowledge into information and selling that in the form of courses, mentorships, masterminds, etc. E-commerce, Amazon, Shopify, uh, buying businesses, um, low and no money down. Um, we're looking for training companies and letting agencies right now. Um, I bought a training company that was doing millions before the last recession. I bought it for five grand. It was basically doing nothing. And then we, we brought it back up to an 11 million revenue in 2016. We bought a letting agency. We got about 160 units for less than 25 grand. And, and these were like way back 2008 kind of time. And I, I really didn't think I'd get opportunities like that again. And now the time is here and now. So please, can you share this video? Here's why. There is masses of fear right now. There are lots of people struggling. The government, you know, they don't really seem to be that clear on their strategy. They did their announcement and there was a, a lot of information we weren't given that we weren't sure about. Um, and if you mix fear with uncertainty, that is a dangerous mix when it comes to your progress and your results and your success as a start or scale up entrepreneur. So the world needs to hear this message which is focus on what you can control. Don't get invo involved in misinformation, debates, discussions, and arguments about the lockdown and how everything is wrong and how the other side of your um, argument is wrong. That can waste hours a day, not just in what you speak and what you type, but in what you think and how you feel. You've got to preserve your energy, your enthusiasm, your passion, your drive, and your time. And then what you've got to do is you've got to get into your market. You've got to speak to your clients. So the quicker you speak to your existing customers and clients and find out what their new problem is and then convert that into a new opportunity. You get involved in Facebook groups, discussions, not for um, what's going to go on with the lockdown and the economy and everything else, but for how you can spot the new business opportunity. Um, right now, there's a lot of people who know they've got to reinvent their career. They know that if they do the same thing, expecting a different result, then that's the definition of insanity. So I'm actually seeing as a trainer um, and as someone who runs online businesses in e-commerce and information and courses and mentorships and masterminds, I'm seeing a lot of people taking this as an opportunity to reinvent themselves and their career. And they're investing in our Shopify course or our e-commerce course or our uh, you know, acquire low and no money down business course or our, our property investing courses or our social media courses or our podcast courses. Or they're taking us up on our masterminds and our mentoring because they know they need help and support. And actually, the entrepreneurial people are seeing this as an opportunity um, to not just survive, but to, to reinvent their career. Um, I believe you need multiple streams of income right now. I believe that you need more than one vocation. 
I believe that you need to be able to change your vocation at the drop of a hat. I believe you're going to need more than one career for the rest of your life. You're probably going to need three or four or five different careers. Um, but I also believe right now there is massive opportunity out there, but I am scared for people who are scared. I'm scared for people who want to debate this and discuss this and argue about this and get, you know, tell how everyone else is wrong and they're right and tell everyone else what they should be uh, doing. That's just a waste of time and energy. You have a finite amount of time and energy. Use it wisely, invest it wisely. And to summarize, you need to get involved with your clients, your customers and your community now quickly and you just discuss with them on, on warp speed, what are their new problems? Um, you know, what are they struggling what, with? What do they want help with? Um, and you've got to figure out what that, how that has changed because it does change in these Darwinian times. Um, you need to do that in days or a week, not weeks or months. Then you need to create the new product, the new service. You need to pivot and adjust, whether it's something completely new that you do online or just a different variation of what you did. You need to figure that out quickly. You need to figure that out in a week instead of a month or a year. You need to let go of what was and accept what is um, and not hold on to. You know, people, a big stage of um, the six stages of change is resistance. So even once we've got um, beyond denial, we then go into resistance. We're like, no, but we can still do it this way. Um, you know, we, 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 we've spent all this money and all this time. We've been doing this for most of our lives. We need to just carry on with this. And of course, you know, they have the sunk cost fallacy and they flog the dead horse. You need to let go of all that resistance and be adaptable fast. Um, and, uh, and then you need to build it quickly. Um, and whatever that new product or service is, whether it's your new podcast, whether it's getting all over social media, um, Peter has just asked, is there an Ask Me Anything later? Yes, there's an Ask Me Anything live at 8 p.m. tonight. Maybe we should do a, a lockdown special. I think you're going to have a lot of questions, so make sure you do tune in at 8 p.m. tonight if you're watching the live, that is, um, because uh, I'm going to be doing a deep dive Ask Me Anything, and I have a feeling I'm going to get a lot of questions. Um, now, we've just had um, our best month in the lockdown in um, October. We've just literally finished October, haven't we? Or are we on the last day? Um, but we have had our best month since the lockdown. It's probably in our top, it's in our top five to 10 months ever. And we've had about 150 months in business. Um, profit margin wise, this could be the highest profit margin month we've ever had. Um, and we have a bigger November planned. We have more events and more opportunities planned. And I definitely don't say that to brag because, you know, I, I went through my own denial and my own fear and my own resistance, of course. Um, but, you know, one of the reasons I am known as the disruptive entrepreneur, that wasn't a title I bestowed upon myself, by the way. That was a title bestowed upon me by many of my followers and fans. It, it, I enjoy change. I enjoy contrarianism. Um, and, you know, I'm not excited that people are going bust. I'm not excited that people are ill from, you know, or worse, dying from COVID. I'm not excited about the mess that this country is in. I'm not excited by any of that at all. You hear me a lot talking about I'm taking the fear seriously and, you know, I'm scared for business owners and entrepreneurs. I think that employees are getting looked after with a furloughing scheme. Um, and OK, that does help some big employers. But what about those millions of self-employed people? I must think those people in the middle are getting overlooked. And many of my followers are self-employed. I have great sympathy. But what I know is this. Um, I can either suck myself into those um, fears and, and um, you know, worries and doubts and concerns and have that drain my energy, enthusiasm, motivation. I can see the glass half empty as opposed to the glass half full. Or I can choose to see this as a contrarian opportunity. 
Um, and I just I remember in 2005 and six reading all the books um, and going on all the courses. And well, James Kahn used to say, and he got this quote from Walt Disney, observe the masses, do the opposite. And um, it's Warren Buffett who says, be fearful when others are greedy and greedy when others are fearful. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is really good information. I really like this. Um, but you really get an opportunity to leverage those concepts properly. And they work, by the way, when there really is a recession, when there really is a pandemic, when there really is a breaking of the old guard. Now, empires never last forever. I think the Roman Empire was one of the longest standing empires. I believe it was about 2000 years. But even then, the Roman Empire got broken up. Remember when Britain was the, the world leading empire. Um, and now, of course, you know, Great Britain don't have anywhere near as many countries under their control as they used to. Not saying that's good or bad that we did, um, but that's how it was. Um, of course, now Amazon and Google and Facebook, um, YouTube, there's all these massive companies that are the, the great big empires. But um, I believe empires are growing quicker, but I believe that they will last less um, if you look at how many companies have gone over the years and how many challenger companies there are now and how much more quickly you can grow, but how much more quickly you can get broken up. So this is just the natural order of evolution. Chaos into order, order into chaos, chaos into order, order into chaos. So, and when you have the greatest amount of chaos, you have the greatest potential for the new order. Right now, there is a new order being formed. So the entrepreneur that is fast, um, that is um, very much engaged in what customers and clients and community and people want that can build things and test them at the same time rather than spend years testing them and then build them that are reactive that are agile and lean you know that are solution focused these are the entrepreneurs that are winning and winning big and we have a, a very fertile environment now in which to do that um, and when people are scared they will spend money to relieve that fear Ultimately, people spend their money on the things that are most important to them, their highest values, and people spend the most money when they're emotionally volatile. So when people are, are, are very high, um, you know, excited, enthused, in celebratory mode, they will spend loads of money. But I mean, I mean a lot of people perceive that when people are scared, they tighten their belt and they don't spend any money. Um, well, in some areas they don't, but actually when it comes to their career, their livelihood, their future, they're prepared to, prepared to take a risk and spend money that... And they might not have spent before because they, they perceive that they have no other choice. Um, and people know that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over and expecting a different result. Um, and I'm seeing so many of our clients taking this opportunity now to re-educate themselves, retrain themselves. Um, and a lot of that is driven by fear because if they don't, then, you know, when they're out of furlough, may they be made redundant. Um, if, if there is a, a lockdown for six months, might their um, small business and their premises you know, might they have to hand the keys back and may they go bust? This is a real um, clear and present threat to them. So don't always believe that when people are scared, they don't spend. Um, money is liquid. It is free. Cur the word currency means flow, to flow. Currere, the Latin origin, to flow. Money flows. Money doesn't stop flowing. Um, you know, when there's recessions and lockdowns, money just moves to different places. Ask Jeff Bezos about that, because more and more and more money has been flowing to him um, since this lockdown. And on that note, all these people who are barking and complaining and moaning about, um, you know, the billionaires shouldn't be having more money right now. Why are the massive companies making massive profits? Why are the stock market's really high? Why has Jeff Bezos got a monopoly on the world? You can't control that. So I'll leave you with this. Focus on what you can control 
and let go of everything else that you can't. You can't control what the government say or do. You can't control what other people think on Facebook. You, you, know, you cannot control um, external circumstances and situations. You can control how you react to it, how you feel about it. You can control where you put your time and your energy. Um, and you can control on what you can build um, and what you can deliver and how you can serve. And also on, on that note, if you're a beacon of light and hope, if you are someone who is educating your community, if you are someone who is handling this um, lockdown, seeing it as opportunity and advantage and looking to serve more people and create better products and services and give more value, increase the value. Um, someone has just said here, necessity is the mother of invention. Exactly right. Um, and right now there is more necessity, which will create more invention. There will be the um, Goliaths, the, um, the mammoth companies of the next two decades will be built in this time. Absolutely, 100%. We have the most fertile soil for growth because um, you know, the field has been plowed and all of the old crop has been pulled out and we have a fertile soil for growth. Um, but you have to be careful. You have to inoculate yourself from distraction sphere, illusions, delusions, unbalanced realities, noise, debates, arguments, criticism, trolling, hate. Um, did you notice in the first lockdown there was a load of hate and trolling and criticism online? That was mostly from fear because people hadn't handled this situation before. That could happen again, second stage. You've got to inoculate yourself from that and focus on what you can control. So thanks for tuning in. I hope you found this useful. This is a great opportunity for you. Mark my words. Um, but you have to see that opportunity and see the upside in the downside. Uh, and if you're struggling because there's loads of noise and fear everywhere and there's fear from family and fear from friends and fear from staff and fear from business partners and all of this, get yourself out of the equation, inoculate yourself, isolate yourself somewhere and write down a list of all the upsides of this situation. New products and services, um, you know, people looking to reinvent themselves in their, in their career, um, people needing guidance and support and not sure what to do. You become a be beacon of light. You become you know, a leader, someone that people aspire to be like. You can support extra people. You can add extra value. You can create products and services you were going to create, but didn't have the urgency to, but now you have the necessity to. Tick, 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 loads of upsides. You've got to see them and then implement them. And then final, final, final point, speed. It's all about speed. I've been saying this for years. It's the quick and the dead. And the quicker you can test um, as you're building, um, the quicker you can get involved in your communities and figure out what the new products and services are, the quicker you can implement, the quicker you can scale, the quicker you can react, um, then you're going to win and you're going to win big. I believe in you. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, and remember this, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. Please get the message out there. There's going to be loads of fear right now. Um, and we're here as entrepreneurs to support each other. There's going to be a lot of people criticizing entrepreneurs. Oh, look at all of those entrepreneurs making money out of this a difficult time. They shouldn't be selling anything. They shouldn't be charging for their products and services. They should be doing everything for free. Look at every, you know, this. No, there's going to be a lot of that. And we need to protect ourselves and support each other from that. If you see entrepreneurs starting or scaling or trying to make a difference, support them, share their work, buy their products and services. There's a, a, a personal trainer at my gym, really enthusiastic and excited, excitable and passionate and always helping everyone. Uh, and I've just um, employed him for a few sessions and a diet plan. I've got um, my head of brand. Um, he was natural bodybuilding world champion at 23, 24 years old. I've got access to information there, but I chose to support him because he's a startup entrepreneur. We need to support each other. 
You know, everyone talks about, oh, Amazon making loads of money, ruling the world, taking all the profits, monopoly. Well, then go and buy in your local stores to make a bit more extra effort. And, you know, I don't have any problem spending on Amazon, but I like to buy locally. I like to go out to local restaurants. I'd like to buy from local shops. I like to support my local economy. But there's so many millions of people whinging about it, but not a lot, not enough people changing their behavior. Uh, and I think, let's talk more action. What is it the Chinese say? Talk doesn't cook rice. We'll leave it at that. Talk doesn't cook rice. Thanks for tuning in. Love you all. You got this massive opportunity right now. Inoculate yourself from the fear. Preserve your energy. Focus on the new solution and you're going to win and you're going to win big. And you will look back at this as one of the biggest opportunities probably in the next 15 years. And remember finally, 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 if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.